Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bitches, Witches, and Queers, a podcast dedicated to those who have left religion behind and are now seeking to rebuild their lives through self-exploration, play, and spirituality. I, your host, Christina Carlson, am an embodiment and intuition coach. I work with bitches, witches, and queers to discover their own worth and value and learn how to trust themselves to create the lives they want. I am an experimenter by nature, so this podcast, like my life, is an offering in flux. What you find here will be diverse and, hopefully, interesting. One thing you can know for sure is that we will get good and curious here. Welcome. Hello and welcome back to Bitches, Witches, and Queers. I am your host, Christina Carlson, and I'm here um, by myself today in my lovely sunlit plant-filled office space. That is um, honestly my favorite place in the house. Um, I wanted to talk about something that I feel like is critical for those of us who have moved out of a space of high control like a high control group. So any fundamentalist group, any, um, highly controlling religious group, um, for me, that's evangelicalism. I know a lot of people from other high control groups as well, but the thing is like about being in a system like that is we were taught not to trust ourselves, right? We were taught that there was a source outside of us that was, that knew better for us than we knew for ourselves. And this was really, taught into us and for some people just really forced, I guess it was all forced, forced into us and on us as children. So literally from birth, we were told to not trust our instincts, to not trust our intuition, to not trust ourselves to know better. So there's like sort of this interesting phenomenon that I I had forgotten about for a long time and just was thinking about today, which is the, the word discernment. Um, discernment is not specifically a, a religious term, but like the way that I grew up, discernment did have its own um, meaning uh, within the evangelical and Christian system. So for, for how it was used when, um, when I grew up and how I grew up was like, it was sort of this, like, you could discern whether something was, like, of God or not. Um, but the thing about the thing about the way that discernment was looked at from that perspective was that it was, like, it wasn't you that was discerning. I mean, you were kind of, like, holding up to, like, an external measure or something. So you would hold, like, a situation up to the biblical model that you were handed, um, to see if that fit. And that was, that was discernment was your ability to like compare and see if something fit within a system. Um, the thing is like, all of that is external. None of that involves self-trust. None of that involves, um, your intuition. It involves something external and trying to see if something fit someone else's model. Um, not that this wasn't going on inside of you and not that, um, you hadn't internalized these beliefs, but my point is like when you leave that and you, you go out and you're like, you have, um, uh, was it? Wow. I completely spaced on the word deconstruction for a second. 
<laughs> when you deconstruct those beliefs and you let go of a lot of them, <clears throat> you're now in a space where you are in, <laughs> um, to use a Christian phrase, uh, the world. You're now living in a different space, right? And there is a shit ton of information available. And there's also a lot of beliefs, a lot of um, different belief systems, belief groups, different um, spiritual practices, different ideas around growth and health and ways of being. And it can be really, <clears throat> excuse me, it can be really overwhelming because before you had an external system to measure whether something was okay or safe for you. And now you're in a space where it's up to you. And that can feel, that can feel really disorienting because what that requires is self-trust. It requires that you trust yourself to find what, what the real definition is of like discernment, discerning what is yours and what is best for you and also good for the world and good for the earth. Like whatever it is that you are deeply valuing is an aspect of that. I feel like I lost my train of thought there for a second. Um, but that my point is the basis of this new space is self-trust. And I don't think it's possible to move through life without some form of measure of whether something is for you or not. But the transition is that being an external thing that is helping you navigate that and to an internal measure that is helping you figure that out. Um, that being said, self-trust, I feel like, is a huge foundation for, for living um, outside of anything that is con completely controlling your, your worldview. So self-trust is a huge thing that, I, that I've worked on myself since I've left religion. And um, it's also something that I work on with every single one of my clients because, honestly, it's the basis for how you know whether something is right for you, how to make decisions, how to show up how to make mistakes and be okay. All of that is a part of self-trust. And I wanted to address it because it's, um, because that, that discernment piece can often, can often throw us. We, we think, but like, I, I used to know for sure. I used to know exactly what the answer was. I used to know, I mean, yes and no. We used to have some sort of measure or guide that would be affirmed by other people outside of us. And um, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but it is, it is a transition to go without that and to then go into the space of understanding yourself and figuring out what that measure is within you. And I think that's found through uncovering what your values are personally. Um, and also just by, just by practicing, um, self-trust is something like anything in my opinion that, 
that we all have within us, um, it just starts at different places. So uncovering where you are starting from with this, I think is probably the most critical piece. Um, so for example, for me, when I first left religion, I was learning, um, honestly, <laughs> that it was okay to have um, plans or ideas or desires that maybe didn't match the people around me. Like it was okay for me to have a different want than my partner. I know that sounds super basic for some of you and others of you, you're like, yes, that's tricky. Um, that's also a part of codependence that's taught within a lot of religious systems for um, women to be subjugated to their partners. So there's that piece. Um, but for me, it was like, it was playing with the idea and space of like having having a different opinion. But it was, it was like, instead of jumping to the having a different opinion piece, I was just like, but I actually just like, I prefer chicken to pork or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> that's uh, just one example. But like, something really simple, like I prefer this kind of house, I would rather wait, I would rather go to bed early. Um, I would rather spend my time outside in this place. I, I want to stay here for five more minutes. Like the, these little like expansions, I know it may seem disconnected, but listening to your wants and needs is the very, and honoring them is the very beginning of self-trust because within, if you can learn to navigate trusting your own internal systems and responses at the basic level, it becomes easier to trust yourself with bigger things. And it's, it's not a small thing. It takes time and practice, but it's so incredibly powerful to start with these simple things because who you are is in every moment is your needs, your wants, your desires, your values. And at the simplest form, it's what you need in that moment. And if you can look at what you need in that moment and choose to honor that, whether that be like, I need to pee right now and I do that. That's a way of signaling to your body that your body in that space with that thing is safe. And that safety is a place that you can expand on. And it's so, it's so powerful. Don't underestimate the power of this simple act of choosing to honor a need or a want. And if it feels, if, it, if you feel like you have so many desires and they're so big and that you can't entertain them or all hell will break loose, which I 1000% understand, give yourself the space to explore those ideas without the need to take action. And just say like, what if, what if it was possible for me to do anything? What would I really want? Or put it in someone else's shoes and say, what would I want for my best friend? What is, what do I think is the most beautiful life for another person? Give yourself some distance to explore that, to allow some space for your mind and your heart and your body to experience what might be under the surface there what you might be desiring or needing that feels too sensitive for you to acknowledge for yourself 
but easier for you to acknowledge for someone else. I, I love this practice for, especially it was very critical for me um, and has been uh, looking at my daughter and, um, and thinking what, what would I want for her? What I want, I want for her to feel freedom and happiness. And honestly, because we have, as humans, we tend to project our wants and needs and also see mirrors of other people, see our good qualities and negative qualities mirrored in other people. When we look what we want for our children, often what we are thinking are things that we really need for ourselves or are wanting for ourselves. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that to shame anyone. I think it's a very very useful thing and it's also a sign that we care and deeply love but if you are if you are looking at your child and thinking i really want this for them consider that maybe that's something that you're wanting for yourself and allow that to be a space where you're maybe observing and noticing the things that you're wanting and needing in yourself all of these little simple practices um, and mindset shifts and honestly just playing with your thoughts and your mind, um, giving yourself some space and room to breathe into these, these areas is a way of building self-trust. It's not a grandiose or climactic experience all the time to move into a space of self-trust. Honestly, often it's the simple daily practices that move you in this direction more <laughs> I kind of want to use the word casual <laughs> more casually um <laughs> I love the word casual so yeah let's go with that it's um it's more casual than the the worship leader moment at uh, you know at summer camp or youth group where everything has to be explosive and end in tears the often healing recovery growing to know yourself better um those changes are are often daily and simple and um and can be difficult and can be peaceful but they're but they're consistent not constant no not not constant consistent as in you're drawn back to them, you keep coming back to them and you keep practicing them and showing up imperfectly. That stuff, those things, those steps really make an incredibly powerful difference over time, especially in growing your self-trust because the more you are leaning into listening to your needs, wants, desires, the easier it is for you to to dis discern in the real sense of the word what it is that is a yes for you and what it is that is a no for you and what it is that feels true and resonant in your body and with you than what doesn't. That's all I have for today. Thank you for listening um, to this short little mini morning matcha rant with me. Um, it's a difficult road to navigate leaving religion and leaving high control groups, which honestly, if you're not religious, this could also be very applicable to coming from an abusive, manipulative, or controlling relationship um, that makes you doubt yourself and your needs and wants and desires. 
You're doing incredible work. You are enough. You're doing enough. And you're doing great. You really are choosing to be aware of these issues and noticing and looking into them more. I already know that you are someone who cares and someone who is desiring and leaning into change and to growth and to loving yourself more deeply. So I'm proud of you. And I hope you have a beautiful Tuesday. Talk to y'all soon. Thank you all for joining me today. If you are wanting one-on-one support to help you step into trusting yourself, seeing your own magic, and building the life that you want, you can contact me on my website. The website is below in the show notes. I hope you all have a bitchin' day.